2: A letter of Coke turned on the heat on the way in. Uh, dude number two, Clayton Harris, is still out there driving the bus. How are you, Clayton?
0: I'm doing well, Dale. Good morning, everybody. And you're right. It's a chilly 41 degrees right now. Mm.
2: Yes. I've, and, Clayton, I saw on the way in, uh, the price of gas has just been crazy. It it uh, goes up and down. It varies literally block by block neighborhood by neighborhood town by town and I saw the highest I think I saw the coming in this morning was uh 2 a gallon and the lowest was two seventy five a gallon uh I went to Nashville earlier this week and up around Paytonsville I was seeing gas at uh, 3 ninety nine a gallon it,
0: it, yeah it, it's it's crazy we noticed in Florida uh more expensive on the coast, but in southern Alabama, uh, probably twenty to thirty cents cheaper a gallon. So, yeah, that, prices prices have definitely been fluctuating for sure.
2: Heck, I mean, I saw a twenty cent difference just on the drive in from my house this morning. See,
0: so. yeah, that that that's wild.
2: Yeah, it is. Dude number one, Mister Jimmy York, uh, has not joined us yet. Uh, we hadn't heard from him. Hope he's well. He may just be having trouble with his. Computer or whatever. Regular special guest, dude, who's been absent for a while. Debbie Matthews, how are you?
3: So good to see y'all. Good morning, boys. I good. hope everybody's good, well, healthy.
2: Good to see you. You've uh, been over in North Carolina. Uh, yeah, your mother-in-law and I'm I'm sorry to hear is not well.
3: Yeah, nope. It's uh, we got her situated in skilled care, but we were there five weeks, so we had to come home just to see where we were so thanks for everybody a lot of people have reached out and uh we really appreciate it it's just one of those things we just don't know which way this is going to go so but she didn't have a computer and she didn't have internet so when i joined y'all the last time i really was setting out (laughs) outside trying to get a signal and uh but it was something wonderful there were wild turkeys walking around and uh it's beautiful over there but it, it has a little bit of a sadness because everything in Sampson County, North Carolina is what you eat. You know, Smithfield for pork is huge there. My husband's family has a turkey farm. That's where they make their money is on, but for butterball. Uh, but Mount Olivet pickles are there. Melon fields, as far as you can see of, you know, melons. They even, you know, the pine are f- harvested because it's a big pine area for wood. So. It's it's an interesting, beautiful place. So
2: It's a real agricultural county. Mm. Mm-hmm.
3: Wow. So yep. So you know where your food comes from and there's no doubt while you're over there. So balance. What kind of balance? Uh there's cantaloupe and watermelon and there were still some fields that were producing. I got two fresh watermelons while I was there. So but they were at the end, the tail end of stuff. So is Jim coming in? Is that Jim? I was seeing flashing okay well i hope he's okay
2: we haven't heard from him so okay hopefully he's all right you know folks i'm i am torn and i'm not sure who to believe the uh the israelis say that uh that it, it was not their rocket that hit this hospital in gaza killing hundreds and uh the uh uh, Palestinians say that it was the Israelis' rocket. The Israelis say it was the Palestinians' rocket that that uh, went off course and instead of hitting Israel, hit a hospital there in Gaza. I think President Biden this morning has said that he agrees with Israel that it was the palestinians off course rocket not an israeli rocket does anybody have a feel for that
3: well they they say that they've got proof they've seen the launch there's digital data of 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 it and they're saying just as i walked in that it only hit the parking garage at the hospital not the actual um hospital itself so i mean it's funny that that you have to wait and see what happens because everybody wants to blame the other person immediately for for moral PR. I think you know to try to get an upper hand because there's nothing worse than hitting a hospital. But
0: yeah, it, Israel has proof. They have they, apparently they have uh, drone footage that yeah. shows exactly what happened. And if Biden is siding with Israel, that means he he or the U.S. intelligence community has seen that proof. Otherwise, he would not have come out in in, in support of Israel. No. Right,
3: right. But everybody canceled their meetings with him. I mean, you heard that, right? The head of I, Lebanon? I not heard that. So Lebanon canceled their meeting with him today. The head of the PLA or whatever, the Palestinian people, they canceled. So he's going in to meet with Netanyahu. That's about all he's going to be able to meet with while he's there. Everybody else canceled last night. That was happened before I went to bed, so... Was,
0: Didn't the embassy in Beirut get attacked yesterday? Oh, you um, ought to see the pictures of that.
3: I mean, yeah. And there's I mean, a huge riot going on outside the U.N. in Beirut today. I mean, this is happening this morning. I mean,
2: a, I mean, the pictures are just, I mean, thousands and I actually, thousands.
3: I actually think this thing is already out of control. I would really Thousands
2: do. and thousands uh, in Lebanon marching on the U.S. embassy. Yep. I mean, it's just wild.
3: Yep. So here we are. Heard, there's an article. There's an article on Citizen Free Press on a. I believe it's called the Table, and I'm not sure what nationality it is, but it is talking about how uh, our foreign services around the world in different countries had heard about this for almost a year, you know, and that Egypt kept warning the Israelis that it was coming. And this article was basically that the U.S., our listening location is Egypt. And so if the Egyptians knew about this attack on Israel, the U.S. probably knew it of the attack. So why were they not warned? So it's an interesting article. I think everybody's wondering why, how how there was a, 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 a you know, a clandestine failure on the best uh, – spy groups in the world i mean the u.s and israel know when this stuff's going on so
2: yeah i I, debbie i don't know i don't either Uh, and uh, there are a lot of who shot johns in there Uh, you know what i find interesting though and i've been trying to find more information about it uh nobody wants to take the palestinians except except the biden administration (laughs) their next door neighbors the egyptians have got a wall which is not only twenty or thirty feet high between Egypt and Gaza. They the the wall goes sixty feet underground. Right. The Egyptians have be, have made their wall sixty feet deep. Right. So the Gazans can't dig underneath it, and or the Palestinians can't dig underneath it and get into Egypt. Uh, you know, uh, is Israel doesn't want uh, Palestinian refugees. None of the countries in the Middle East will take Palestinian refugees. I mean, right. that's got to tell you something.
3: Well, yeah. Well, yesterday was it – I, mean, I Egypt, guess it was the King Egypt of Jordan. Egypt is a
2: Muslim country. Right. I mean, why you will know, right. well, not they take Palestinians? Well,
3: the King of Jordan was on yesterday, and he said, we are not taking them, and it, Egypt is not taking them. That is a red line. And I was like, okay. Well, there's two – Thoughts.
2: And and meantime, Congressman Andy Ogles has introduced a bill Mm -hmm. prohibiting Palestinian refugees from being brought to the United States. Now, is that bill going to pass? No. But, you know, at least Andy's speaking up and saying something. You know, that's
3: right. Because there's you know, there's a lot. AOC was on yesterday saying, yes, let's bring them. Oh she yeah, well this
2: uh, you know this Rashid, what is it, Rashida Talib, yep. the congresswoman uh-huh. from Michigan? Uh-huh. She's uh, denouncing Israel, saying they're the ones who bombed the, the hospital, and you know she's just a full fledged uh, jihadist. I mean, there's not any other. And,
3: right, and there's you know, but you we know. have this is just everybody's got to pray because man, this is out of control. It is so out of control, and it's going to get worse. So we got to pray for. People to come and reason together because, you know, the other, there's two strains of thought that people don't want to take the Palestinians. One, they feel like that it will just, uh the Palestinians then will never have a homeland that once they go to Egypt or into Jordan, the rest of the world will just forget them and they'll disperse and they there will not be a conversation about a two-state system. That's one of the things. But the other thing is when you have them come in, they bring Hamas in, which is, it's just a detriment to all societies because this is what is happening. You know, they're paying families. If you, if you martyr, we're going to pay you millions of dollars to your family for the rest of their lives, you know? And so this morning, um, it came out on the news that the, the United, uh, agency for work relief or something that we give a billion dollars to is paying Hamas. So, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: So <laughs> they divert all that aid to, to uh, Hamas and to terrorism, uh, you know the right. Uh, we we build, uh, uh, you know, aid aid builds uh, water systems with pipes. They dig up the pipes and make rockets
3: out of them, right. You know right. So we're paying for both sides of this, right? There, our money is floating to both sides, which is incense <laughs> to me. I can't stand it. So we got to stop handing the money over when it's going to other things. So, but the Biden administration met. Trump had quit the aid to the United, um, United Work it Relief Agency. This one we were just talking about. Biden reinstated it as soon as he came in. The sanctions against all these where we were giving them money. Trump had stopped. Biden restarted them. So a lot of this lays at the Biden administration's feet. You know, even though right now he's, he's bucking up and doing the right things, but it's like, would we be at this spot? If he had refund, if he hadn't refunded Iran, hadn't restarted negotiations with Iran, had not had not restarted these these royalties and these fundings of these agencies that give money to Hamas, he had them stopped. So, I lay a lot of this at the Biden administration's feet.
2: Yeah, I think you're right, Debbie. And it, what what can't be ignored now is that a significant uh, portion of the Democratic Party is now pro-palestinian pro-muslim uh anti-israel and
0: Delk, Delk, that, Delk, that's a great point because i'm not so sure if biden's position would be so much so pro-israel right now if it wasn't an election year i, I, I completely agree with you i, uh, I'm I think with you. the democrat party is pro-palestinian uh it's been very surprising to see how supportive biden has been but again I think you know a lot of this is politics. He's got an election coming up next year against Trump, and uh, you know I, I think think the majority of the public see this as a uh, a problem with with the Palestinians and not with Israel. So yeah, I completely agree with that comment.
2: And where so we've got eight congressional districts where the congressperson has come out in favor of uh, the Palestinians and. I think if you're in favor of the Palestinians, you're in favor of Hamas. I mean, I, I can't – you know, I, you could separate the two, but uh, it's uh, that's another debate. But, uh, you know, they're definitely pro-Palestinian, anti-Israel Congress, uh, members of the United States Congress. There are eight of them. Uh, where did these majority Muslim districts come from? Majority, and, the, and these are these are these are Middle Easterners. They are yes. they, who populate these districts yes. and provide a majority to elect a Congressperson. How did those people get here? I mean, they weren't here uh, twenty years ago. They were not in this country. They, were, I'm not sure they were here even fifteen years ago.
3: Well, when and, I when I, did I worked they for do? the airline,
2: swim the Atlantic Ocean. Somebody bought them a plane ticket, to-
3: right? exactly right.
2: Because they sure as hell didn't have the money wherever they came from to get a plane
3: ticket. Somebody posted last week 50 Syrians had come over in the back of a truck across the border. They wanted to know how they got there, how they got to Mexico, why are they coming into the United States. And This open border situation has just left us completely unflanked. Did the Syrians say how they got there? They just said 50-50.
0: Barack Barack Obama said he was going to fundamentally change this country, and by George, he did it.
2: Yep. It's not over yet. No. All right. Let's take a break. Come back.
1: Sales. Attention, Middle Tennessee. Ready to unlock the secret to faster, easier weight loss? Introducing the revolutionary weight loss injection that's changing lives. Now at the Dr. Gill Center. Shedding those extra pounds has never been simpler. It's quick, it's effective, and it's here to help you. Imagine stepping into a slimmer, healthier you. Our experienced team is here to guide you every step of the way, ensuring you achieve your weight loss goal. The Dr. Gill Center is looking for 10 people who have more than 15 pounds to lose in the next 30 days. Call 615-882-4838 today and start your journey to a new you.
0: You okay. okay.
2: All right, folks, we're back. Three dudes with a view. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Is he? Are you out there, Clayton? He's still out there driving the bus. Boy, the bus must have had a breakdown. I'm out. here.
0: I, I, I'm, yes, sir, I'm here. Good morning, everybody. The bus, the bus driver <laughs> forgot his wallet at home this morning, so he had to make a detour. it would
2: be bad <laughs> to have the bus driver pull over and given a ticket for no license. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, is not with us this morning. He may be in an election commission meeting. I thought yeah. those were you. Usually... I
3: think they're about to start interviewing people over there. You know, Brandy? Yeah, I bet you that's exactly mm-hmm. I bet that's where on. that is, yep.
2: Yep, yep. They're the, the the director of uh, elections. I guess that's – is that the name of the position? Right,
3: mm-hmm. Brandy Cothran, who I uh, adore. I think she's great and has done a great job. She's, re- she's retiring. She's, she's – yes, yeah, she, her last day's Friday.
2: Oh, wow. So she's – So they've got to hire a new director of elections for Murray County. Murray County Election Commission will do that. Mr. York is a member of that commission. It it consists of uh, two Democrats and three Republicans. And uh, so I I bet you that's where he is. Yeah,
3: I think it's Wednesday. I think that that's happening today.
2: Yeah. All right. It's all good. And also in election news, uh, you've got folks, if you're considering running for any office, I think from school board to county commissioner to Whatever Next year, of course, we've got a lot of elections in 2024, a lot of different offices that will be uh, up for election. If you want to, both parties now, both the Democratic Party and the Republican Party in Murray County have opted to have primaries for virtually every elected office that we have. And uh, so if you want to be in the Democratic primary or the Republican primary as a candidate, uh, you've got until December 14th at noon to file your petition at the Murray County Election Office. So that's. Uh, I
3: think might. that the only thing that's going to be primary the, during that early primaries, uh, the even school board numbers, I believe.
2: Right. The primary is March 5th, 2024. Right. So. And, and the. Uh, uh, but the deadline to be to qualify to be a candidate on the ballot, whether it be the Democratic primary or the Republican primary, that deadline is December 14th of this year at noon to be on the ballot as a Republican or a Democrat in the primary of March 5th, 2024. That's right. There we go.
3: I rode by the courthouse yesterday, the new one that's being built, because I hadn't been here in five weeks. and. It so, just
2: looks like a bunch of steel at this I point. I know,
3: and, and of course, my bookstore I have had for sale. We tried to make a deal with the county to split the payments over two or three years, so they could get the bookstore as well and tear it down when they were moving dirt. But they didn't want it, so there's a big bookstore set in front of our courthouse. So, anyway, well,
2: maybe to step out of court and buy a book. That's it's, right,
3: something. I think hopefully an attorney will buy it, but it's there. So, All right. Now,
2: folks, the, uh, the, this, we've got some polling out on something that uh, – let me see if I can pull the numbers up here. Something that I have been very curious about, and we've had no polling on it uh, up until now. But this is an NPR PBS NewsHour Marist National Poll. So it's a – you know, these are left-leaning pollsters. Uh, and What's, is this for the presidential race or something else? Well, it's for the presidential race. So okay. a three-way polling okay. of Biden, Kennedy, and Trump. Right. And what this poll shows is that Kennedy would throw the race to Biden. Uh, if Kennedy goes into – if on a three-way poll uh, – and, of course, polls are just – they're polls, you know, I mean – yeah, they're not—they're not the gospel. They don't indicate what's going to happen. All they can do is sort of give you a, a feel for what's going on out yeah. there, and you have to merge that with your common sense. But Biden, uh, would, it, in a three-way race, Biden gets forty-four uh, percent, Trump gets thirty-seven percent, and Kennedy receives sixteen percent, with three percent remaining undeveloped undecided. So,
3: yeah, there's a lot of people out there saying that Kennedy left the Democratic side so he could uh pull votes off of Trump as an independent.
2: I don't see Robert Kennedy
3: I don't think he personally would do it, but it's I mean, there's a lot of Republicans that like Robert Kennedy. There's uh I think there's a lot of people on both sides that like Robert Kennedy just because he's a courageous uh, smart man, but but it is a troublesome thing that it is going to pull votes off of both sides. He was in Nashville this well, in, week, in this
2: poll, it, Kennedy clearly, you know, throws the race to Biden. He, I mean,
3: well, they need to keep putting that he, out he, so Republicans he, go, uh, uh-uh, uh, we got to, we have to stay. He gets sixteen
2: percent for himself, which of course is not enough to elect him president no, at all. No, but it does. He does pull more votes away from trump than he does from biden
3: right and the big the big thing is is that if kennedy did come in as an independent who would he have working in his administration it would all be democrats right so the 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 nuts and bolts of his administration would be a party that he technically left you know to say i i I would hope he how do we know that though well just well he just hired his daughter-in-law or yeah, that's married to I think one of the that's a big Democrat. She's now running his campaign. That that's just his that's just his wheelhouse of knowledge of people. So he's going to pull from there. So you're going to end up, even though he may be a top independent, which you know he's the the people that he fills in those positions. I'm afraid are still going to have uh, be Democrats. And I don't think there'll be much of a change, unfortunately.
2: Well, clearly this is. This is going to be a factor. I I mean, I guess, I mean, I'm old enough to remember the three-way race with Ross Perot. Oh, I loved
3: Ross Perot. See,
2: I loved him. Ross Perot, Bill Clinton, and the first George Bush Mm -hmm. back in 1992. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Ross Perot was polling fairly similarly to Kennedy, but he pulled away uh, Republican voters from Bush and uh, gave Clinton the election. Uh, and we're yeah, s- this but
3: Perot was a Republican I mean he was he, he aligned with that I, I just don't think Republicans are going to get in that booth and be able to pull that lever because you know there's a ton of things I love about Bobby Kennedy a lot of things but he's still a, he's he's still a Democrat well, so I, you
2: know I I truly did not have a feel Debbie for whether or not you know I mean if Kennedy runs he is running as an independent there's no if to it right but From which side would he – you know, I I could see him attracting Democratic votes. I could see him attracting Republican votes. He's
3: going to retract a lot of both sides.
2: clearly he's going to attract enough votes uh, to throw the election. I mean, it seems very clear that – have and you he seen, is not going to attract enough votes to win, well, but he is going to attract enough votes to throw the election to one candidate or the other. He will be the deciding factor.
3: So, have and, you seen the interview? So,
2: in this poll, though, he pulls away more Republican votes than he does Democratic votes and throws the election to Biden. Uh, so that's – you know, put that in your pipe and smoke yep. it. So, Have,
3: did what? you watch the interview with Kennedy on Tucker? It was a really long, in-depth interview. But it started out with Tucker going, you've just showed up at my studio without Secret Service protection. Why is that? Have you all seen this? So – um he basically tells everyone on this interview that when you start polling at 15% on a normal basis, you're allowed Secret Service protection. But there are abilities for the president to waive that number For an example, when Obama hit 5% and Herman Cain hit 5%, the presidents went ahead, even though it was well out before a year of the election, they went ahead and granted them Secret Service protection. Well, Kennedy has been polling at about 15%, maybe 20% for almost a year now, and he ended up with a guy that entered his house on the second floor. And I mean, he's having threats daily. And, uh, they applied for Secret Service protection. Secret Service came to see them. Secret Service said, Oh, we could have somebody in place in two weeks. This would how this would work. All this stuff, you know. He was like, Do I go to the gym with people? Whatever. He said, There's a whole thing that you have to learn. So they gave us the tutorial on how my life would be with Secret Service. And he said two weeks passed, then a month passed, then 60 days passed. And he said about 90 days in, I got a call from the head of Homeland Security that said President Biden has opted not to grant him Secret Service protection, even though he is polling where he should be a year outside the election. So there's been politics going on. Either Biden wanted to drain his his revenues, so he had to hire his own security, or he, you know, because this guy is living under a threat of getting killed, but Biden is denying him Secret Service protection. So, if you have not seen the Tucker Carlson interview with Bobby Kennedy, you need to watch it because it's showing a lot of deep state stuff that should not be happening. Honestly.
2: Yeah, uh, and the Biden, you know, Biden himself—I don't know—Biden is petulant, vindictive. You know, he he just doesn't play nice. Uh-uh. Um, and that—that's you know—that's just the in place. this
3: interview, Kennedy goes. My uncle Ted Kennedy was running against Jimmy Carter, and there was no love lost between those two. But Jimmy Carter still had enough class to say Ted Kennedy deserves protection because his brother had been assass—two brothers had been assassinated. So we're going to make sure that he has protection. Carter at least did that for him, but Biden is refusing uh, to give uh, Robert Kennedy Secret Service protection. And I think that's really interesting. I mean, you
2: can't. You know, there's no reason for that other than just a right. petty vindic- right. vindictiveness. Right. There, so there, right. there's absolutely no reason uh, to deny Robert Kennedy that Secret Service protection, other mm. than just because. of Petty, petulant reasons. You, yeah. know, I mean, yeah. you know, don't tell us that we're saving money. You know, it'd be the first money we've seen the Biden administration <laughs> save <laughs> ever. Right.
0: So, you know, re- regarding that poll, though, I-, I would like to know more details of the poll. You know, what, where, where were these people surveyed? Where were they from? What state? Because, again, in the electoral college, I mean, that's really all that matter- matters during an election. Uh, I'd like to know where they got their sample from. What area or region of the country that, 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 yeah, that came from. You know, of course, these I, polls that are
2: this far out are, you know, are just polls of the public. I mean, the poll was conducted on October 11th of 1,218 registered voters, and it has a margin of error of 3.9%.
3: I believe that Kennedy could pull California. I really do, because he's talking their language out there. And they, are, they want another option, I, and be, now it's not going to be a primary.
0: I'll be honest with you, though, Debbie. I think that the Democrat Party has gone so far left that's what, did that, I, that, that, that that Kennedy, almost to them, seems more of a Republican type. Well, he is a Republican. And so that's why I don't think he can win California, because I don't think enough Democrats would support him.
3: My California folks that have moved here, they're loving him. And, sure. And, and, and are, are they, but they are they're, they're, they're voting Republican or would have voted Republican. So there, there is what this poll is saying is a very real thing that Republicans have to be aware of. But he could really cause in those eight states, Pennsylvania. You know, that I, I don't. I don't think Biden's going to be the nominee. And if this war continues and it escalates, we may not even have an election. Who knows? But. I just think that it is so far out, and I don't think the field is set yet on who's going to be in this race. I really don't.
2: Well, I I mean, you know, you might as well take up weather forecasting. That's right.
3: As Uh, you said, every time.
2: Who knows what's going to happen, but it is interesting to see this first polling, and uh, that could be dangerous. Yes. Uh, Yeah, it really just, Kennedy in the race really means you don't know who's going to win, and
0: anybody can win and it won't be Kennedy. It just depends on where. I think right. that's the big thing where and who he's pulling from.
2: Right. Yeah. All right, let's take a break and come
0: back.
1: off maintenance and repairs around your home. This month, Hiller is making it cheaper than ever to get your fall to-do list done. Take advantage of half off your heating tune-up and make sure your family is warm all winter long. And for just $99, Hiller's trusted pros will clear your slower clogged drain. Don't wait until your home's little problems become big ones. Visit HappyHiller.com today to schedule. Happy you'll be, or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Don't put off getting your oil changed, Columbia. Take 5 is faster than you think. There's no appointment needed and no waiting room. Yep, you heard that correctly. Take 5 is so fast, you don't even have to get out of your car. Visit their newest location at 1203 South James Campbell Boulevard and take advantage of their $15 off grand opening special. That's right, $15 off any oil change, Columbia. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. They're faster than you think.
2: Shining like a red rubber ball All right, we are back. Three dudes with a view. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing, man? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, we think is probably at an election commission meeting this morning. They're in the process of picking a new director of elections for Murray County. Uh, So that's... uh, we appreciate Mr. York's service, and and have. I think everybody has confidence in our election commission here in Murray County, in Tennessee. Uh, other places, maybe not so much. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Regular special guest dude. Welcome back, Debbie Matthews. How you doing?
3: Good morning. So good to be here. Hey, can I make a quick announcement? Do it. Uh, so Monday the 23rd at 6 p.m., the Conservative Republicans of Murray County's meeting, which is always the fourth Monday of every month, we're having Chadwick Moore in from New York, who is a uh published writer, columnist that had for years written for The Advocate. He's written for Playboy. But he's from Columbia, Tennessee, and he um, came out as a gay conservative Republican that supported Trump. And, man, he got fired from everything. Uh, but he still appeared on Fox with uh, Turker Carlson, and Tucker gave him the ability to write an authorized biography about him. It is now on the New York uh, Times bestsellers list, and he's coming in to talk about all these things at our meeting on Monday, the 23rd, 6 p.m., Memorial Building. Everybody come out and support a local person who's now on the New York Times bestseller list. And, oh, wow. and,
0: and what is the the Murray, re- repeat the name of the group again.
3: Conservative Republicans of Murray County. So, we're not affiliated with the Tennessee GOP. We're an independent group.
2: Now, what, and the, your guest author is?
3: Chadwick Moore from Murray County, from Columbia. Okay. And he's coming home. So, uh, we're going to be selling some books and he's going to be signing them and he's going to be talking. He was on Tucker the night before Tucker was fired. And he had seen what Tucker's monologue was going to be that next day, and he believes that that was the reason they terminated Tucker. So come and see what he thinks. What was the monologue going to be? I think it was about January 6 and Ray Epps, but I'm not sure, so you have to come and listen to Chadwick, talk about it. But that's, you know, there was something that hit that was going to happen the next day, and that's the reason they fired him. But the book's doing really well. It's great. Come buy a copy um, and have it signed by a Columbia guy that's written the authorized biography of Tucker. Call Tucker. Monday yeah. night, Memorial Building, 6 p.m.
2: This coming this coming, this Monday? coming Monday. And yes. that is the what?
3: Monday the 23rd.
2: Okay. Is there any it's charge to No
3: charge. Just come and there'll be some something to eat and some refreshments and good fellowship of like-minded people. So, it'll be fun. Okay. Come on out. Yeah. The stories about getting terminated once you become a conservative in in New York media is is chilling because this has been going on a long time. You know and conservative voices have been silenced so it's going to be it's going to be a very interesting night so we want everybody to come out
2: and speaking of conservative republicans we've still got a a vote after vote going on in the u.s house trying to elect a speaker uh jim jordan is the one uh at least trying to put together the necessary votes at this point. He hadn't been able to do it yet. So they're gonna to re vote today at ten AM our mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. So local time. And again though, uh our representative, Andy Ogles, is supporting Jordan. Uh and I I think that reflects how his district feels. Yeah, I like Jim Jordan. It, I do too. This, I
3: haven't agreed with him on everything, but I like him.
2: Yeah, I think that I think Andy's position reflects the position of his district. So that's uh, that's that. What? That's all you can ask of your that's right. folks. That's all you can ask. That's you know? right. And uh, uh, but we'll see. Uh, this is this is. I mean, I see it as a process that began a, a while ago, where uh, the Republican Party itself, the Republicans want the U.S. House to move to the right, and the U.S. House, and, and this goes back to 2010 or so. The U.S. House, uh, the establishment, the entrenched folks who are there just do not want to move to the right at all. And this has been an ongoing battle, uh, and this is just the latest iteration of that battle to have the U.S. House uh, uh, when it is Has a Republican majority to move to the right in the way that it governs.
3: Well, there's been a schism between the GOP and the voting Republican electorate on the ground, even to uh, Ronna McDaniels. I mean, um, that's over, you know, the Republican Party. What's happening on the ground? Mitt Romney's
2: daughter in law. Yes. So.
3: The, uh, they have not been voting the way that the ground wants them to and there there's there is a true schism between the GOP and the voting electorate on the ground.
2: I think you're right, Debbie. I think you're absolutely and right.
3: And that is that's reason we have a conservative Republican group now because you know, we want elections, not selections. We want um we want a voice that's heard and, and conservatives be treated like conservatives instead of held up like poopy diapers. So, yeah, we are not the low-T GOP. So we want everybody to come out Monday night. There you go.
2: There you go. We are
3: not the low-T GOP. All right. And for those of you south of Mount Pleasant who may
2: not understand that, that, that- <laughs> Just come on, you'll you'll have a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and again, though, our our Congressman Andy Ogles is uh, reflecting. I think how his district feels. So, the the problem is not here with us or our Congressman. It's elsewhere. And uh, I think I saw a map of the ones who are holding out, and they're not in particularly. You know, you would think there's some that are might be in districts that you know Biden carried and and. Uh, 2020 uh they're not they're mostly in pretty deep red places but they're they're ones who've been very entrenched probably elected over and over uh and just you know they they they're used to their little apple cart the way it is and don't want it overturned
3: right right so um, you know we do believe you know mitt romney needs to go we believe you know mitch mcconnell my god you know there's it's you know, and Lindsey Graham's going to get us in every war in the, for the history of the next 200 years. It's just like, shoot everybody. So these entrenched guys have got to go.
2: Yeah, I saw something in the Babylon B, you know, headline, <laughs> Lindsey Graham advocates bombing every country on the face of the earth. You know? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes, and it's true. He does. You know?
2: It's just, yeah, yeah. So, And then, yeah, and then Democrats want to tie, you know, I mean, I, I'm— I want to tie Ukraine funding to further assistance for Israel.
3: Oh, that's uh, coming.
2: That, you're and, exactly right. You know, the the two are just not the same, folks. Ukraine is not important <laughs> to us at all. Uh, let, let Russia have it. Do whatever they want to with it. Uh, uh, Israel, on the other hand, uh, is a significant ally and... In the Middle East, and folks, I, I, you know, those folks over there are just always warring with each other. They just the edge of Islam is always going to be bloody, and the Israelis, you know, to exist are going to have to fight every day, every month, and but all the countries around them, you know, just get get in fights. I mean, they, they, you know, the Iranians don't like the Saudis, the Egyptians don't like whoever, and the Lebanese don't like whoever, and right. uh, it, it's just they're always going to be warring. And uh, so, you know, I think Israel's got every right to exist there, and I think I think having Israel there is not our strategic best interest. That's that's uh, a part of the world where we need an ally, and they are an ally. So.
3: Yeah. That's my it's saying. going to be me- it's but, going to be mess.
2: Don't tie the Ukraine funding to the Israeli, you know, help out Israel, let Ukraine go. And I I'm again Congressman Ogles has been very clear that he doesn't support any more funding for Ukraine. And I think that's how his district feels. Uh, amen. Agreed.
3: Absolutely. But play, it's going to be 100 agree. billion. Oh, absolutely. I think it's 100 billion is the number that they're saying that it's going to be uh, tied to Ukraine, Israel. And there was one other piece in there. So uh, this is how they're going to get it through. This is how they're going to get the Ukrainian funding through.
0: I mean, we truly have some of the dumbest politicians in the world. Yes. I mean, it, it's, uh, that, it's thats it's, a bold statement, Clayton. <laughs> no, it is, but it's right, absolutely
3: do. true. I mean, said at the state we, house. Sometimes we have
0: a bunch of stupid people running this country. Right. And and Trump said it in sixteen. Mm-hmm. And. The American people believed it. I think the majority of American people today believe that the election of 2020 was not on the up and up. Right? Oh, it was stolen. Yes. So, I mean, uh, this is what you get uh, when you let corrupt, dumb people run the country, and they've run this country for many, many years, and um, it's just – Again, you just mentioned a hundred billion dollars. Yep, hundred billion uh, between Israel and the uh, Ukraine, and and meanwhile, you look at some of the things that are happening here at home uh, that we can't seem to take care. of. We got an open border uh, where we're allowing thousands of people to come across it every single day. Uh, who's paying for the services that these folks receive when they get here? The taxpayers, right? Are. Um, again, we're we're, we're Literally, uh, this country is being run by a bunch of stupid people.
3: So when I was in North Carolina, we had to do a we had to do a power of attorney to take care of Jason's mom's stuff, and I'd never ask her private information on how much Social Security or SSI she was getting because she was disabled, but she was getting six hundred dollars a month. Here is a taxpayer, a woman that had worked, had raised a family, an American citizen, and she was getting $600 a month. Meanwhile, if you walk across the border, you get health care and $2,200 a month as a stipend.
2: You know, Debbie, I keep hearing that 2200 a month figure, and I can't verify that that is true.
3: Well, I'm, there's memes out there that we should all just go into Mexico and come back illegally. We'd be better off financially. It, the Citizen Free Press this morning is, is Chicago is now offering $9,000 to all illegal immigrants for rent for, I think, six months. So everybody all right. there is well, getting $9,000. if rent. you
2: are in this country illegally, go to Chicago <laughs> now. now. They yes. love you. They will yes. pay rent, rent to the tune of 9000 a month.
3: No, it's 9000 for six months' worth of rent.
2: Nine thousand for six months' worth of rent—that's so a very deal, far, but folks. Still. I mean, we, and call the Tennessee legislature. You know, let's, <laughs> why can't we throw in a, a bus ticket to get you to Chicago if you are yeah. an illegal alien in Tennessee? But
3: it's 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 sad to think Americans. You know, I mean, and I, I think that if you're overseas, that you should have to pay your way back home. But for them to say people that were trapped in Israel and unable to get out, the Americans are not going to. Uh, America is not going. to. Pay for your way back. You know, that's in the semantics, but that sort of irked me when I heard that first because it's like you've been paying for everybody else on everything else. Take care of Americans. I, I
0: completely I agree, agree with that, but, but, but is, that's know, been part of the policy for many, but, many. Oh, I but I agree. Right? Uh, no, and I'm saying
3: you should pay your trip We have got hundreds of but.
2: thousands of people from Africa and the Middle East crossing the Mexican border. That's, that right. is yeah. that is widely reported yeah. as true. So, how are those people getting to? And you know, and they they don't they some I, I don't understand it. They don't they don't seem to be able to get into Mexico? But they seem to be able to get into countries south of there and then move northward through Mexico and right. then easily enter the United States at well, the Mexican border. You know, I, Somebody – these people are living in dirt in their home countries. I, I say they it. can't afford a, a $13,000 plane ticket, which is the going freight from uh, Turkey to South America. Somebody's buying them a ticket and has been to the tune of eight congressional districts right. for some time. Right,
0: I, I, I jokingly say it's George Soros, but I am telling yeah, you if true. you trace it back through the nonprofit or whoever is doing
2: this,
3: uh-huh. it goes back to Soros. It does everything. Well
2: I, mean, well, I I saw some dude, you know, they you know, just a putz of a guy who's from an African guy who had somehow gotten to South America and was making his way north up to the Mexican border, and the guy interviewing him goes, well, "What about your expenses? You know, your expenses along the way, food, travel, whatever?" And the guy holds up this. He's got a debit card. Yep. And, and you know, this is obviously a guy who didn't ever earn his own debit card ever. And he goes, well, the U.N. gave it to me." Well, the U.N. didn't give it to him. Somebody said they were the U.N. You know,
3: yeah. But they're
2: paying his expenses.
3: The house is on fire, guys. Trojan horse. Yes. We are in trouble. So Until right, tomorrow. We're
2: out of here. We will see you tomorrow. Hopefully, Miss York will be back because we got to razz him up some more. <laughs>